Okay, hello, hello. We are back on time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe this week I'll actually get the episode edited and up on the day that it's supposed to be on. <laughs> but we are back recording a new episode. Um, I am Christina. And I am Alexandra. And this is Girl, Girl Have You Read? <laughs> about to be all messed up. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think we're in sync, but that's all right. <laughs> all right. Um, we were supposed to be talking about uh, Sinithia Williams and New York kind of love this week, but um, and this is actually my fault, uh, <laughs> or kind of my fault. I have been so busy with finishing, um, putting the finishing touches on, um, on my latest project that I have not been able to really devote the time to reading, um, because I was, you know, finishing up and then, you know, kind of deep in the editing cave and all of that. And so, um, we will be pushing that, we'll be pushing that discussion to next week and we're not going to, we're not going to choose a new book this week because we need to catch up on, <laughs> we need to catch up on a New York kind of love. And so we'll be talking about a New York kind of love on next week's episode instead of this week. And that gives um, you a little bit more time to finish up if you haven't finished it yet. Right. Anybody who was <laughs> wanting to, you know, to kind of read along with us or read the book, you know, before, before the episode, like Alex said, you know, that gives you an opportunity to, to kind of, to catch up or wait on us. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, um, what we're going to talk about instead today, and I, I don't think that it's going to be, um, I don't, I don't think we're going to be long. Alex actually said that, you know, once we were, when we were talking about what, what we were going to talk about on today, she mentioned that she didn't think it would be a long episode. And I agree. Um, we actually had a listener. I was about to say a viewer. <laughs> we actually had a listener, um, Jeanette who is also part of of the duo over at Better Than the Movie who who also talk about books but they're um they're they're a little bit more broad than us uh, Alex and I kind of focus on romance and they talk about books by authors of color black authors mostly <laughs> but <laughs> authors of color you know kind of in general you know they 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 encompass a broader spectrum than we do but in any case she asked if we could talk about ebook pricing and that's something that i think that alex and i both have quote unquote feels about <laughs> yeah. so, <laughs> so i am actually because i do most of the talking i'm always running my mouth i am actually going to give it to alex to start oh is that right what are your thoughts <laughs> you know i think for one starting off it depends on the author for me like there are certain authors that i don't mind paying you know the 4.99 5.99 maybe even up to 6.99 for but I think if it's somebody I've never heard of and they have that price, then that's going to be a hard sell for me because this, I mean, I know like buying a paperback book, it can be that much. And I, I paid for paper book, paperback books that are that much, but ebook, because I know how easy the process is to <laughs> publish a book online. I think that kind of um, deters me from buying a new author at that higher price. I agree with that. Um, I am, I am, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. I am of the opinion that, um, 
and this is this is based in my own experience. I'm of the opinion that as a new indie, you kind of have to pay your dues first. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to, you know, you have to, you have to spend that time building your audience before you can, before you can really command that price. Because like, like you said, as a reader, you're not going to, or people, readers will be hesitant to pay that price because you've not proven yourself yet. Right. Um, and that's not to say that, that it's not worth it. Cause it's right. it be a great right. book. Definitely be worth it's not that price to say that you should devalue yourself or anything like that. But just like you just said, you know, there, there are no print costs involved. Yes, there are costs to, you know, there are costs to being an indie author. There are costs to putting your book out there. You know, there's editing, you know, book covers, formatting, you know, there, there's cost to that. Not to mention the cost of, of your time and your energy, you know, your, your blood, sweat and tears pouring into this book. Right. But, but, I feel like there's something to be said for, you know, for, for $2.99, even 99 cent. I think there's something to be said for that price point when you're starting out to mm-hmm. get people to take a chance on you. I've seen people, you know, their, their first project, you know, as an indie, $4.99, $5.99. And yeah, someone who writes for, you know, for, for Kamani or Kensington, you know, Dafina, they can command those type of prices because right. they have the push of a publisher behind them. Right. They have that endorsement. And even and it doesn't even have to be, you know, the push of a publisher behind them. Once you have once you've proven yourself, you know, you have you have a back um you have a backlist, you have a reputation, you have not only do you have a backlist, but that backlist has a good amount of of reviews mm-hmm. that the reader can look to to see okay this is worth this price point you have all of that working for you whereas when it's your first project you we're we're basically looking at at, a, at an empty screen <laughs> when we go exactly. to your product page on Amazon we're looking mm-hmm. at an empty screen um something that the the listeners and readers may not know is that when you publish through KDP, anything under a two ninety nine price point, you only make a thirty thirty five. Is it thirty yep. or thirty five? Thirty five. It's you don't make very much royalty, you know, <laughs> under the two ninety nine price point. At and above at and above, but below ninety nine but below nine ninety nine, you get a seventy percent royalty. And so that's why I'm an advocate for that 2.99 price point. Um I know a lot of people st- will start at 99 cents especially if their project is shorter, but I am an advocate for that 2.99 price point uh, even even for a short amount of pages because I feel like you you're worth making 70% of that of of that royalty. I don't think that Amazon mm-hmm. deserves <laughs> you know, I don't right. Amazon is a vehicle. I, you know, I really you don't, don't deserve really your like money. You deserve that. your money. You worked for it. <laughs> Um, and that's why we see a lot of two ninety nine price points. I am when when whenever Amazon <laughs> allows this project to go live, it will be my twentieth project, and I'm pricing it at two ninety nine because 
it's a shorter project. Um, and just after being in the industry for two years, for a little over two years, just a little, just a little over two years, like two years and two months mm-hmm. and watching the market, that's what I feel. A, that's what I feel a reader is going to be comfortable paying for the amount of pages that this project is. I was calling right. it a novella, but it's longer than a novella. It would actually be considered a full length work. Um, but in any case, you know, I'm pricing it at two ninety nine because that's what I feel is fair as a reader, not not even as an author, but as a reader. If I came along, you know, and I saw this amount of pages, 150 pages, I'm comfortable paying two ninety nine for it. I'm not comfortable right. paying three ninety nine for it. Although, and I hope that this doesn't sound conceited or, you know, or arrogant or anything like that. I think that I think that I've been at it long enough. I think that I've built up enough built up enough of a reputation that I could charge three ninety nine for hundred and fifty pages and Definitely. people would still buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to do that because <laughs> I know that me as a reader, even for someone who I have a great, you know, even for the authors that I love, that I have a great opinion of. I'm going to be looking sideways at 399 for 150 pages. Um, <laughs> that's just me. Like that, that's no, just me. That's, yeah, that's accurate because I was the same way. Um, there was a book that I was kind of looking forward to and it came out and it, I mean, it was a long book, maybe like 300 some pages, but it was priced at 999. And I'm like, okay, I, I know this author. I trust this author. I've enjoyed her work, but 999 for ebook, like, Come on. Right. Right. <laughs> Come on. I have to be, I have to want it really, really, really bad to pay anything more than $6.99 for an ebook. And, um, at a $6.99 price point, I really hate to say this, but I'm probably not giving that to an indie. Hmm. Why is that? Just curious. Because of what we said before. Like, I, like, I, I believe that your, I believe that that intellectual property has value. I absolutely believe that. But six ninety nine for an ebook is 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 ridiculous to me. When you're setting your own price, it's ridiculous to me. Um, unless there there has it has to be a whole lot of book. Like it has to be a whole lot of book. And I'm not talking about three hundred pages. I'm talking about like I want I want six hundred pages. If I'm paying more than six ninety nine, but Here's <laughs> here's the gotcha with that. I'm not buying a book. You're not reading it right. <laughs> <laughs> it could be 99 cent, and I'm gonna see 600 pages and be like, eh, <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Maybe it's like so, broken into like a collection or something. Maybe. Right. That's you know, like doing, if, yeah. it's, if it's a collection and it's just being you know consolidated into one book, then I'm with that. Mm-hmm. But um, but to me, um. Five ninety nine. I know I've paid five ninety nine before. I've paid five ninety nine before, and it was a whole lot of pages. <laughs> and I only paid five ninety nine for those whole lot of pages because that author was um, because that author was proven to me. You mm-hmm. know, that author was you know she she paid she's already paid plenty of dues. <laughs> you know, to be in the spot that she's in, and she's an indie. You know, so and she, you know, she's proven herself, and so I'm comfortable paying that amount for her. And um, I, I said that I'm not paying. I'm not paying more than six ninety nine. I, I really think that it depends. It, it, it honestly depends. But it, as a general rule, no. And I, I'm, I'm as a general rule, I'm not paying that much 
for anything. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm paying that much for anything. It's not just for an indie, but I know that with, with traditional publishing, they're purposely setting their ebook prices high. Mm -hmm. Um, They're purposely setting their ebook prices the same as, um, the same as print, sometimes more than print or, you know, or things like that. But mm-hmm. I often see $9.99 as the baseline for books, um, for even for ebook, um, for major publishers. And the reason that they're doing that is because they're trying to suppress the ebook marketplace. That's, that, that's not scientific. Let me be clear. That's <laughs> not scientific. That is my opinion of why publishers charge so much for the ebooks. They don't want they don't want to make it convenient. They don't want to make it good for you. <laughs> Come on, DJ Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to give you a major key right now. Right. <laughs> they don't want it. <laughs> okay. Oh man, I completely forget my train of thought. Um <laughs> but Sorry. no, they're, they're purposely they're they're purposely trying to suppress the ebook market because they don't want they because print is where they make money and if they're you know if they have to switch to the kind of the ebook the, the ebook market that's less money for them that's why that's part of the reason why there was this big battle um was it the end of it wasn't the end of it may have been the beginning the beginning of 2015 end of 2014 there was this big battle between Amazon and Hatchet like between Amazon and and the big publishers mm-hmm. part of the problem with that was because Amazon wanted to suppress the pricing because Amazon understands that there's they they they, they do really really good in the ebook marketplace oh, like they're they're the, they're the biggest yeah they're the biggest book marketplace and they know what sells at what price point and the other the publishers they they don't they're they're not interested in that amazon wants to give the customer a discount because that's how they keep customers coming to them and the publishers weren't interested in it mm-hmm. and i think that that's why you know we see articles and stuff talking about how Oh, ebooks are on the way out and ebooks aren't as popular as they used to be. And I think that that's bullshit. Um, but (laughs) also, also, I don't, those articles don't take into account. They're not counting numbers from indies either. Oh. And so I think that that's something to, I think that that's something to consider. I think that that's something to be mindful of when we're seeing these articles about how, um, about, about the numbers in the ebook marketplace, how much they're making, different things like that, because a lot of us, we're not, we're not submitting our stuff to BookScan. We're not getting, um, an ISBN number. We're getting an right. ASIN number. We're getting the Amazon serial number. Mm-hmm. And we never, we never get an ISBN unless we decide to go into, um, unless we print the books in paperback. Right. And so that's that's affecting those numbers. I think that if there if I think that if the people writing these articles and coming up with the, with these statistics, if they looked at indies as well and calculated that into the market, they would see those results look a whole lot different. Well, yeah, because I mean, indie authorship—not just black, but I mean, everybody. I mean, it's there's huge. so many. Yeah, there's so many. It's huge. Like I keep, I see these events for indie authors for for white for. Let me 
let me be politically correct, for mainstream indie authors, <laughs> you know, up and down my timeline. And it's a list of 50 names that I've never heard of, that right. I've never heard of, you mm. know, and it's different names on each of these. So it's the indie marketplace is huge. It's huge. And I, so I think that that's, um, think that that's a mistake but we can talk about we can talk about ebook pricing as it relates to the quote unquote mainstream indies i've seen um some of these white ladies and i'm whatever it's our podcast i'm gonna call them white ladies i'm not gonna say mainstream because that's what they are that, um, that is what they are though right you know these white ladies are out here um 50 pages for 3.99 and people are snapping them up the serials, mm-hmm. people are snapping them up. And I have had people complain, you know, when I, cause, because I, I'm at a point, I'm not pricing, I'm not putting out a book at 99 cents. Right. If I wrote those mm-hmm. words, I'm getting 70% royalty. I'm putting it out at 299 because I put, I worked hard on those words. No matter how many pages it is, I worked hard on those words. I want my 70% royalty, <laughs> you know, but I've seen, I've seen people complain. I've been, Black people <laughs> complain, you know, I'm I'm not paying, you know, two ninety nine for less than a hundred pages, or I'm not, you know, I'm not paying this for that. And in in a way, I get that. In a way, I do get that. But that is going towards the higher end, you know, of of the price point. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. I don't see like I I I I blow three dollars in a heartbeat on some nonsense like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I would would blow three dollars on nothing and so I'm okay with blowing three dollars on a book that's only going to take me two hours to read honestly most books take me (laughs) most (laughs) books take me two or three hours to read unless I'm not that into it I'm going to get through it pretty quickly and so maybe and maybe that's part of what it is maybe because I read so quickly anyway that you know that it's taking an hour or two hours or three hours like that doesn't factor in for me you know if I like the author and it's not some ridiculous price like 50 pages for 5.99 50 pages for 4.99 like if it's not like that I don't have a problem I don't have a problem paying for it yeah I think I'm the same way I think I mean, of course, I always look at the page numbers, but it's usually because I'm like, okay, I don't want a book that's too long. <laughs> and that's, that's right. Really, that's probably terrible. But I mean, just like you said, with the timing of everything, you want a book that you can read in a, a short amount of time and enjoy. So it, it kind of, I think for me, it kind of has to be between like that, I want to say maybe like 140 to like 260 at the most from, I think that's usually, what does it for me, page wise? That's that that speaks to. I'll I'll go I'll go lower than one forty though. But two sixty is definitely kind of my max, <laughs> depending on <laughs> depending on who it is. If I see a three, if I see a three in at the front, uh uh-uh. uh, <laughs> I have to want to read it really really bad. I have well, to you, and you know really, what really though? Bad. It's it's funny though because like. As we know, when we publish on Amazon, they'll cut off some pages, like mm-hmm. in terms of um, how many pages it actually shows in the book. And our documents are always way longer than that. And so I wonder how much that kind of skews our opinion of how long a book is. That's true. That's true. 
that's that's definitely true because I've read I've read some two hundred page books that felt like they were honestly for. Like, <laughs> and I, but, but on the opposite end of that, on the opposite end of that, I picked up some longer books that because I was so absorbed in it, it didn't feel long. Like it felt mm-hmm. like, I, mm-hmm. but I don't. But I'm not taking that chance on most people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking that chance. But um, but just thinking about like I I wonder I wonder why that is though. Like I haven't. Uh, when I'm the that that I'm referring to is why the white white indies, you know, can command a certain a certain price point for their projects, while you know our skin folks can't, <laughs> <laughs> or it doesn't seem like they can, you know, without kind of getting kind of a backlash I would say I would I would yeah I would honestly say kind of a backlash from it or I'm 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 not paying that you know for those for that price but you know our Caucasian cousins you know they can get <laughs> yeah you know, they 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 still get that support even even at even at that price point and so maybe I got to look through some reviews and see if people see if people oh, are really, complaining yeah. Because um, I've 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 gotten reviews before where where people were just kind of like I wish I hadn't paid this much. This book wasn't long enough for it to cost this much. And I'm like I don't have I've never priced a book over three ninety nine. Like I've never, <laughs> and, yeah. I, and when I price it at three ninety nine, it's like I have to. I think my threshold, my my personal threshold, is anything over. Anything over forty-five thousand words is going to get a two ninety-nine. Well, let me let me go back. Anything that I put out is going to get at least a two ninety-nine <laughs> price point. Um, but especially, you know, I'll but I'll kind of be in crisis about it. Like I'll I'll <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll think about maybe I shouldn't do two ninety-nine for that. And then at the end, when it's time to type in what price I want to put, it's like wait a minute, as much work as I put into this. I'm getting my 70% percent, yeah. You know, I'm getting my 70% right. on this. Um, cause th- I mean, cause think about it. If you price a book at 99 cents in Amazon, let's call that a dollar. Let's call that a hundred cents. Mm-hmm. Amazon takes 65% of it. And so for every book that you sell, you're making 35 cents for yeah. your hard earned work. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think yeah. that will help people kind of understand why. I think. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, as a reader, I never knew, like, how the whole thing works. But now, on the other side of things, it's like, oh, this my nice and books. Like, <laughs> right, especially when we're, right, especially when we're talking about our indies. Like, my older stuff that I've done, it's like, okay, you know, I'm, that, no, like, that's, that that's, it's been out there long enough, you know, this is, a gift, I guess, you know, <laughs> to, to people who are new to me, people who are new readers, just starting to get into me, just now going through my backlist, you know, okay, we'll price this at this amount, you know, mm-hmm. or when I do something kind of off the wall, like when I, when I published, um, mine tonight, that was my first foray into something that was kind of very heavily erotica. 
And it was a series of, and it was a, it's a book of short stories. Even though they're connected, they're still short stories. Mm-hmm. And when I did Haunted, which was paranormal, I wanted people to try it. And so, you know, 99 cents is, hey, you know, this is nothing. Check this try out. This yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was sick afterwards. When mm-hmm. I tell you I was sick, when I saw the numbers, the numbers <laughs> of purchases versus what I made, yeah. It's not pretty. Yeah. <laughs> it's not pretty at all. It's not pretty at all. But I made that sacrifice, you know. I made that I did make that sacrifice to build my audience. I made that sacrifice to to show my readers something new, to, you know, to to put myself out there and ultimately I'm okay with it. But when I when those numbers first started coming in, it's like what the hell? Did I do? But, but I was going to say, do you think, do you think some of those purchases were because of the price point though? Or were they all, I mean, you popping, so. I think some of them, I think some of them were because of the price point. I think that if it was people who, like maybe someone said to them, hey, you should try Christina Jones out. And they went to my Amazon page and was like, okay, I'm just trying her out. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to grab these 99 cent projects. Right. Okay. Um, but for my, the people who picked it up, who were my normal readers, I think that, I think that most of them probably would have paid $2.99 for it. Oh, yeah. But I was trying to get them to, to branch out with me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so if I'm, if I'm asking for that, you know, I'm asking you to give me something. I'm asking you to give me your time in reading this, trying it for me, seeing if this is something that you can, you know, that you can work with. Then I can, you know, I can give some too. You know, I can pull, you know, I can, I can, we can we can give and take a, mm-hmm. <laughs> a little mm-hmm. bit, so I'm okay with that. But um, how do you feel I'm, about? Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say while I'm actually remembering it, I never did finish the point that I was making. That you know, I'm two ninety nine price point for me is baseline, and if I go over sixty five over the sixty five thousand word mark. I'm probably going to go 399. I've not pri- I've not priced anything at 499 before. I've mm-hmm. I've I've not I've not gone there before. Um I can't I can't say that I think I will with anything, but I'm not sure yet. I'm 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 considering it. I'm considering it, but I've never um <clears throat> I've never gone for that price point before, but we'll mm-hmm. see. But that, no, I, that was it. Yeah, I was going to ask how you feel about the pricing of series. Because, okay. like, there's a, yeah, there's a huge urban fiction series. Uh, I think it's called Seekers of a Side Chick or something like that by Jessica Watkins. Mm-hmm. And I think the first book of the series is free. And then maybe it goes up like $2.99, $4.99. And I think the last one is like $9.99. I think that's genius. <laughs> Same first. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that that's one of the few um like that not not one of the few but that's one of those instances where i say it's a good thing like if you have if you have a series with with more than 3 you know 3 4 or 5 6 books you know pricing um Pricing the first one at 99 cent or even better making it free, which actually I have a couple that I need to be, um, I actually have a couple that I need to be working on making free. I'm going to be doing, um, uh, Catch Me If You Can, which is the first in the Romantic Suspense series and, um, 
maybe crazy love i think maybe crazy mm-hmm. love since that was the beginning of the um of the serendipitous love series mm-hmm. but i think that that's genius make the first one free get people you know to 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 give it a chance it's free you know you're not right. you know you, you don't lose anything. anything right you're not risking anything but your time and enjoyment if you don't like it you didn't pay anything for it it's fine but you wet people's appetite with the first one, you know, and then you stair step upward. And I think that that's genius. I think that that's genius because by the time, you know, if, if your story if is compelling, yeah. right, if your story is compelling and, and, you know, people are interested, people are captivated by your characters, by the story that you've woven. I think that it's genius as a reader. Uh, I probably pay for it if I, <laughs> if, I right, if I'm at the if point I was into the like, series. Why would I stop by this point? Like this, right? Just- right. <laughs> if I'm into it, I might be like, "Bitch, nine ninety nine. Okay, <laughs> make me sick, and then I'm gonna go ahead and buy it in one click. Like, <laughs> right? I'm gonna go ahead in one click, and I'm probably gonna love it because I've loved, you know, because I've loved all of the others. But it would definitely get it would it would definitely get that strong side eye. But I'm I'm probably gonna buy it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you said, if I'm that far in, I'm obviously I'm a fan. Um, but the thing is, and I'm I, I hadn't noticed that about those books, and I've not read those books. But the thing is, I think that those books are also like a nice length. I think that each of them mm-hmm. is like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a full book. Mm-hmm. And so, what I've seen. With our Caucasian cousins, and I actually stole that term from my friend, but <laughs> what I've seen with our Caucasian cousins is they're they're doing these serials where it's less than a hundred pages or barely a hundred pages, and they're doing that stair step thing with those. You're paying five ninety nine for the last serial, it's a hundred pages, and when it comes down to it, you've paid thirty dollars for, for the whole yeah, year, mm-hmm. you know, and and they're doing, and it's not just one, it's not just one of them. It's not just one of them. It's that's a thing. It's a thing, and I'm just like, what, what, what do I need to do? You know, (laughs) how do I get in on this? (laughs) How do I get in on that? You know, because like, really, like, really, like, but that then that's one thing that I can say that as a reader, uh, I ain't paying that much. Like, I don't care. Like, I'll, you know, I, I can be into it. But for that amount of pages, no, ma'am, you would not get my money. You would not get nine ninety nine out of me for, or you would not get five nine. You're not getting, you're not getting four ninety nine out of me for a hundred pages, and I have to want it really, really bad to pay three ninety nine for a hundred pages. Mm-hmm. Like I have to want it really, really bad. You have to be proven. <laughs> you know, like you have to be. <laughs> Very, very proven for me to pay that much for you, and probably a friend, like probably someone <laughs> who I want to support, you know. And that's right. another thing that we I was gonna say that kind of almost yeah. anything that kind of everything if, out, mm-hmm. right? If you're, you know, if you're someone that I just want to support or a friend, I'm probably gonna inbox you, girl. Are you freaking crazy? <laughs> I bought it, but are you crazy? With this price point, like seriously, like I will, you might get an inbox. I might ask, but I'm going to pay for it, you know, because I want to support. And, um, I'm trying to think of, there are very, very, very few books that I've paid more than, more than $6 for ebooks, yes. ebooks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll pay that for Eric Jerome Dickey. Um, and that's for his old, that's for his old stuff. Like I didn't, I don't have my copies anymore. 
of 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 his old stuff. I don't have like my physical copies anymore. So if I want to read it, I have to rebuy them. And mm-hmm. they're they're seven ninety nine, eight ninety nine, you know. But but he's proven, he's proven, and he's right by a long shot. Pay yeah. this dude's a million times over. He's proven. I'll pay that, you know, for Eric Jerome Dickey. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one series that I can't. It was crazy, and I'm sure I'm sure I'll think of it. I'm sure I'll think of it, but it wasn't, it wasn't romance. It wasn't romance. Um, it was like a crazy, it was like a crazy thriller, but I paid $10 for the first one because I was just so intrigued. I paid $10 and it's a, it's a trilogy and I'm hold I'm holding out on the third one. The third one <laughs> recently came out and I'm holding out on it. I cannot, God, I cannot remember the name of the series. But um, but it's not romance and it's not black either. And I that that was yeah. I, you know I actually felt really really guilty. Uh, like I felt really guilty. Like I'm paying ten dollars for this, you know. <laughs> but I was so intrigued. Like I was so yeah. intrigued that that I just couldn't help it. Like the girl mm-hmm. was like a serial killer, but she was like a phone sex. She wasn't a phone sex operator. She was. Um, <laughs> She's like a webcam girl, and I'm actually writing something that's ah. not that's not based on that because I, mm-hmm. I read this like, like a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. a year ago, year and a half ago. But I I'm actually wait I'm not that's spoiler it's not a spoiler no it's not because it's available I mean it's kind of available depending yeah. on where you at <laughs> yeah that's true so I don't think that's a spoiler but um <laughs> writing something with a similar with a similar element I can say that um. But yeah, I paid, I paid $10 for that and I paid $10 for the second one. And I'm just like, do I really want to give this woman $30? $30. <laughs> and it's hard. I mean, cause we're, we're authors. So you would think we'd be like, Oh, we got to support the author. Right. She's not like, indie either. Oh, we'll see. It's not indie. <laughs> and so it's like, it's not even that out. It's not even giving her the $30. It's right. giving the publisher $30. I mean, I'm sure she made money. You know, I'm sure she, you know, she made money on her book yet. deal. Mm-hmm. But still, like, yeah. <laughs> but, um, oh, I was going to, oh, I know I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you about free books because I know, like, I will see free books and I will download them, but then they kind of get put on the back burner. I don't know why. Maybe I feel like I need to read the stuff that I paid money for first. Maybe but- so. I don't know. See, I'm the type, I'm a, if I download it, I'm reading it right then. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't download, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't purchase, like, unless I'm about to read it, or unless I don't, like, I've purchased stuff that I don't plan to read. But usually when I purchase, that's, um, like, I'm, I'm, I'm about to read it right then. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I actually don't download a lot of free books. Well, I'm like, I, if I randomly usually it happens, it, yeah, when I see it, when somebody's like, oh, I'm doing this book free for the weekend or something, and I haven't yeah. already got it, then I'm like, oh, well, let me just get it right now because it's free. But then yeah. it'll just sit <laughs> on my iPad. Like, I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. I think part of that is not having just a ton of time to read. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's definitely true. Yeah, but, because, I mean, we're both, you know, we're both working on our own projects you know we're bur- we're both trying to get you know you know we're both trying to trying to create and so it's hard to it's hard to find that time but i think one way um i think that free books kind of get a bad rap 
I think that there is a quality perception, uh, a mm. lack of quality <laughs> perception when it comes to, you know, to books that are free that I think is that I understand, but I also think it's unfair mm-hmm. because when I first, first like got my Kindle, well, I think I've never owned a Kindle, but when I first realized, yeah. I guess mm-hmm. the ebooks were a thing and I started, you know, I was, I was downloading, I was downloading everything, you know, I was trying to, you know, I wanted to read everything and uh, I got a whole lot of free books and a lot of them were not worth what I paid for them. There's that. <laughs> but a lot of them, a lot also, you know, I won't say a lot. Some of them, you know, once they were no longer free, like if it was like some, some of them, it was like a promotion, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And, and that's once why they were no longer free. Promotion. Yeah. Once they were no longer free, I actually still bought it, you know, because I felt like the author deserved that. It's like mm-hmm. they, they accomplished their goal. They did the free promotion, they picked up a new reader, and now I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pay them for their art. Um, <clears throat> but, um, and a lot of, a lot of them, you know, like books that are kind of permanently free, um, they accomplished their goal by getting me to, like you mentioned, where the first book in the series was free. And then, you know, you go on to purchase others. I've done that, you know, several times where mm-hmm. I became a fan from that first book and then subsequently bought the others. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. But so, I mean, I'm, a, I'm okay with free books. I do. I think that, you know, I think that free books get a bad rap. Um, but I also think that. Even if, even if they're bad, you know, even if some of them are bad, cause I don't think, I don't think that as a general rule, free books, free or cheap books, I don't think that they're bad. I think that, I think that a big majority of them are probably new indies just trying to get their work in front of, you know, right. And mm-hmm. so I think that that, I think that that has value. I did a whole lot of free promotions, um, when I was starting out. I did a whole lot of, I, my first book, when I first put it out, I priced it at 99 cents. That's where I started mm-hmm. with it. And I think that it's because of that, that I picked up a lot of readers. Right. I picked up a lot of readers because of that. And mm-hmm. those people are still with me. 20 books later, those people are still with me. And so I think that, um, I think that the key, to it, you know, is putting out a good product, you know, at a good price and, you know, and letting your audience find you. Yeah, I think that's right. That sounds right. <clears throat> yeah. But hope, hopefully that actually answers. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hopefully that actually answers the question that Jeanette, you know, that, that she was asking. Hopefully it actually gave her the information that she was looking for. In regards to ebook pricing, I have no idea how long we talked about that. I keep saying that I'm going to start. Record. Yeah, I'm going to time it. <laughs> but that never ends up happening. But in any case, you know, we, um, we do still have something else to talk about. We um, wanted to talk a bit about, um, about why we write what we write. <laughs> there has been, 
this article going around and I roll my eyes every time I see it. And this is nothing. This, I, I want to be clear. First off, that it's nothing against the author of the article. Cause I don't know her, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't believe that I've ever read anything from her. Um, she used the term stealth diversity that she employs stealth diversity in her books. And so I probably have not because I tend to go for books that, are about black people mm-hmm. and don't hide the fact that they're about black people. Like it's kind of, it's in your face that this is about black people. Like don't look for white people here. So <laughs> don't look for white people. So, um, I, 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 and, and that's not, that's not to say anything, you know, like that's not to say anything bad about her work because I can't, I don't, I don't know her, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I've not read any, I've not read anything that she's written with the exception of this article. Um, it is called, um, I wrote the accent or a black author considers urban romance or something like that. And I, I have feels about the article, but I'm going to try not to. I'm going to try not to go in about the article, but it's on a website called The Toast. And so um, if you want to look at, if you want to look the article up, it's um, it's called I Wrote the Accent, a Black Author Considers Urban Romance or some, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. If you look, if you Google The Toast, I Wrote the Accent, you'll probably be able to find it. But in any case, um, part of the article is her um kind of having a a, a crisis a crisis of conscience mm-hmm. uh, about about writing urban romance because her publisher has asked her to do this um and she lists you know she she goes through these reasons and you know kind of this crisis about whether or not she's black enough to write it and <laughs> so on and so forth and it just kind of it rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> it, it, it rubbed me the wrong way, but um, I'll I'll leave that there. What it did make me make me think about, though, is why why I write what I write, the way that I write it, um, and who I'm writing it for. Lately, I feel like I've been seeing a lot of a lot a lot of this kind of saying that i hate with a passion um that that a, a good story is just a good story um or the color of the characters doesn't matter or i don't relate to i don't relate to the characters because of their skin color like i don't know i can, i can't speak for everyone's black experience but i don't know that life i i don't know that life that um that that the that the character skin color doesn't matter to me or shouldn't matter to me or that I can't or or that just being black um isn't a point of relation between me and between me and someone else mm-hmm. um no black people are absolutely not a monolith we absolutely do have extremely varied interest and ideas Mm -hmm. and you know and preferences within you know within our group or within our within our racial group you know we have different racial makeups we have there's a ton of differences you know that's not what I'm arguing at all but there is absolutely a kinship between two people with brown skin in America um 
oh. no matter what <laughs> walk of life you come from. There are certain people, black, white, brown, yellow, whatever, there are certain people who just based on skin, seeing your skin color, see you a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, there are certain ways that you will experience life differently just because your skin is brown. Right. Um, there are cultural norms, you know, among American blacks. And just because I hate to, I hate to say I hate to call people outliers because that's not really the word that I mean. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to other <laughs> other black people, mm-hmm. but just because your your experience with the culture of blackness is different or is quote unquote not as black as mine or quote unquote blacker than mine doesn't mean that we don't still share the kinship of being Being black. Yeah. And for me today in 2016, last year in 2015, the year before that in 2014, it is of vital importance to me that when I am consuming romance, when I'm consuming literature, when I'm consuming, even what I consume on television, um, and in movies, more on television than in movies. And I'll explain that too. It is absolutely important to me to see black people on those pages, see black people on my screen, hear black people in my ears, because we live in a society and in a time where let certain segment who seems to control this stuff tell it, I'm not worth shit. My blackness right. is not important. It doesn't matter. Um, our love is not important. It does not matter. Our black men won't take care of home. Our black men won't stay with their women um, or, or their men. Our black men won't stay in a relationship. Um, mm-hmm. All they do is deal drugs. All they do is sack pants. All they do is become mythical creatures and attack cops. So, <sighs> whew. I want to see something different. And because I want to see something different, I write something different. Uh And so all these people with this yap, yap, yap about, oh, is, you know, good romance is good romance. A book is just a book. A good story is just a good story. Okay, whatever. That works for you. It don't work for me. It doesn't work for me as a writer. It doesn't work for me as a reader. And I wish that. I'm trying to figure out how to say this. Um, I wish that they would stop speaking for me. I wish I wish that people who believe that a good story is just a good story. Stop fucking speaking for me. Please don't speak for me. Because I don't agree. I'm not with that shit. I'm not on board. Black romance, it it matters. Absolutely. That's how we have this. That's how we have Girl Have You Read. It's just as important to see black people loving each other as it is to see queer people loving each other, as it is to see people in interracial relationships, as it is to see, you know, People who suffer from depression and people who, you know, people from all these different walks of life. 
just like it's important to see that, it's important to see regular old black love. Right. Because it exists. And if you didn't, right. I mean, if you didn't read our books, you wouldn't know. Right. And it's like, I just get, I'm just so, I'm, I'm fatigued with, I'm, I'm just going to be real candid. I'm fatigued with the push for diversity that does not include black romance. I see all these lists and I get sick to death of seeing these lists from these bigger romance blogs and these bigger romance sites where they're so happy. They're so proud of themselves for making this list of diverse romance and out of 20, 50, whatever, out of this big number, the only black person on the list are black are is, is a couple of black women never with a black hero. And if they are with the black hero, it's from one of the bigger traditionally published romance authors. It's from, you know, Farah Farrah Rashan can make those lists. You know, Beverly Jenkins can make those lists. Um Brenda Jackson always on the list. Yeah. Sometimes Piper Hughley can make those lists because she's um she's doing she's doing historicals mm-hmm. and you know we don't have a lot we don't have a huge number you know in in that historical market they can make those lists but I don't I I, I don't see you know I'm not seeing Nia Forrester I'm not seeing Love Belvin I'm not seeing Tia Kelly I'm not seeing Alexandra Warren. I'm not seeing Jacinta Howard. I'm not seeing Tay Russ. I'm not seeing those names on those lists. I'm not seeing the names of the people who who are writing a black person with a black person. Mm-hmm. As if that that's not cool enough. That's not diverse enough. And like I'm <laughs> like I'm sitting here on the verge of tears. So I need to calm myself <laughs> down. But I just get I just get so upset about it. I get so upset about it. And it's and they're so proud of themselves. They're so fucking proud of themselves for it. And I get sick of seeing other black authors hyping them up, gassing them up about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like really? Don't get like, don't get me wrong. There, there, there's nothing wrong. I'm not saying at all that there is anything wrong with, you know, black woman, Asian man, black man, Hispanic woman, black man, white woman, white woman, black. Well, I said, I said white woman, black man, black woman, (laughs) white man. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I think that that, I think that that romance, I think that it's absolutely important to show. I feel like everyone should be able to see their love celebrated in right and that's that's the thing but celebrated on these lists right you won't see the black on black love celebrated anywhere anywhere not even this book and i'm just i'm i'm so (laughs) sick of it and so when it comes to where i'm gonna put my money yeah i'm gonna put my money in the authors who are writing what i feel isn't getting the shine or isn't getting the attention when it comes to what I watch on TV ain't a black person in the cast. I'm not watching that shit. 
I don't care how popular it is. I don't care how many people binge watching it on Netflix. It's not coming on my fucking TV if the whole cast is white and the only black person gets five seconds of screen time per episode. <sighs> I wish I could do it with movies, but I, I don't know what the hell they're doing. You know, where you know, and there, I've noticed that there's like a lot of series that are on more like Showtime or Stars, you know, channels that mm-hmm. everybody doesn't have that will have these, you know, really black, black, black characters, but we don't see them because we we don't have those channels on the normal. Like, <laughs> I'm an author. I'm poor. I don't have <laughs> I don't have them channels. You know. And like, but, they're like really good shows. And I'm like, this needs to be on regular cable. But then I'm like, would, I don't know, would it BT do them justice? Would a Central do them justice? Would a VH1 do them justice? So. I'm like, I don't know. But that's just like, I, that, but that, that's just me. Like some people feel like they don't want to be known as a black author. They don't want to be put in a black romance box. They don't want to tag their romance is black. They don't want to put, you know, they, they, they have to use stealth diversity, you know, in their books to, to, to sneak the diversity in. And I'm just of the opinion of fuck that. <laughs> I'm a black woman. I write for black women. That's not to leave black men out. Um, but I write for, I write for black women. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I write. That's who I am. That's who I write for. Um, and that's just it. It's not about writing an accent. It's not about pandering to, it's not, it's not about pandering to a certain genre. It's not about, oh, it's not about keeping up with a trope. I feel this. I live this. I write this. This, this, this is what I live and breathe every day and it bugs the shit out of me that people who you know who who rather not be known as the black author or who rather not be you know don't put me in a box don't put me on a black shelf those are the people who get to speak for us and that Mm -hmm. bugs me Mm -hmm. well that's how we have girl have you read podcast because (laughs) (laughs) otherwise we just have to talk to each other about this but now we get people that listen to us talk about this (laughs) Right. And I just, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm, and I'm not editing any of that out. Like, <laughs> just so, and, and because I'm not editing, editing any of this out, I'm going to go ahead and say in our last episode, I edited out about 20, 20, 20, 25 minutes of, oh, yeah. of, of me going in on that article when I first, when I first read it. Because everybody, like I see, I keep seeing people sharing it like, oh my God, this, yes, this. And I'm just like, really? Really? Like, I didn't oh, know that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, and I'm just like, I, the only part I of this, that resonates yeah. with me is like, no, you know, I don't, I don't write urban romance. I don't, I don't write what would be considered quote unquote urban. Um, and I don't like that it's mixed, you know, that, that, that the quote unquote street lit, um, is mixed in with, you know, with African American contemporary romance because, it, because it's not, I don't think that it's the same thing, mm-hmm. but otherwise, 
that that didn't resonate with me. I don't I don't have I don't have a crisis about being black enough to write what I write. I'm writing my experience. I'm writing what I know. Right. You know, there's and that's what there's it is. No, writing ourselves. Are we writing our peers? Are we writing things? We've right. Seen and it's like I'm not. It doesn't. My my blackness doesn't feel like a burden to me. You know, when it comes to what I write, and mm. so I just. And and maybe that's because I'm not interested in writing for a quote unquote mainstream audience. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe there's that. Like I've said, I've said before that I don't think that the quote unquote industry of romance is right for me because when I see, you know, when I see all the other, you know, (laughs) everybody else, you know, everybody else seems to be on board with this. A good story is just a good story. Everybody else seems to be on board with it doesn't matter what color the character's skin are. And I'm just like, okay. (laughs) That's wonderful. That's wonderful that you feel that way. Right. It's like, it's wonderful that you feel that way. I don't agree. So maybe maybe I'm out of place here. You know what I mean? Like maybe I'm, I'm just going, I'm going to sit over here, you know, and yeah. <laughs> Read my black people. <laughs> right. I don't, I, I'll, please put me on the black shelf so that black people can find me. I'm okay with, I, I'm okay with the white people not finding my books because I wasn't writing for them. I wasn't talking to them anyway. You know, please put me on the black shelf so that the black people can find me. Amen to that. So did you but anything it, else you know, to say? I was going to say, one more thing, one more thing. No. <laughs> but it does, I mean, it does feel good to know that there's a community of us that do this, that write the black romance that's really, truly black man, black woman romance. That there are the indie authors that, you know, don't fall into the mainstream storylines or don't fall into the the feeling the need to write the accent or however she put right. it. That we that you do have a list of people to name that aren't, you know, following on these lists but still have these huge followings and are still wonderful authors. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm just uh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I did not I did not expect to end up getting emotional. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but remember how we was like, oh, this show's gonna be short. We ain't got nothing to talk about, right? We've talked for like almost <laughs> an hour or something like that because Christina can't keep her mouth shut. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I think that the, I think that that's it. I think that that's probably um, a good stopping point. So we <laughs> are going to. <laughs> We are going to go ahead and end this episode for now, and we will be back next week to discuss Cynthia Williams' black on black romance. (laughs) 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 We'll be back to discuss a New York kind of love on next week. Um, Thank you guys for listening. And as always, I hope you have a great day and a great rest of the week. Bye-bye.